In the end, isn't there a little swamp thing in all of us? Or at least a little person whose boss was hoping to turn him into a swamp thing, I guess? I think that's what's happening. I'm not sure. Jamie? Yes? Let's go watch Swamp Thing. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. Here we are. We gather again. It is I, Jamie Lorello, here with DP McCambridge um, to talk about a movie from the 1980s. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Maybe it's a great movie. <laughs> There's a few and far between. <laughs> I mean, it happens from time to time. I've brought up Yentl in every episode we've done since Yentl, and I will... Your love of Yentl, I think, is a shock to I our audience. I will sing it from the rooftops. Oh, I want... Papa, can you hear him? <laughs> and everything in my DNA was like, this is going to be awful. You are not going to no. be able to go through this. How long is this movie? And when it started, I was like, wait, all right, I love this. Lesbianism somehow gets involved. I'm on board. <laughs> Dudes' butts everywhere. Okay, fine. Let's everywhere. go. Just a little, little coolie. So you can't get behind the deformed sailor man, but you can get behind the little yeshiva, yeshiva boy. Yes. Yeshiva let's boy. Let's stop saying how I can get behind a little boy. Let's <laughs> let's not use that phrasing. But of course, apologies. Yes. Deformed yeah. sailor. You, well, we're ta- we're high. We're here on the podcast. We're high, and we're here on the podcast. <laughs> Oh, well, maybe if we're watching Swamp Thing, you could, I guess, indulge. What is the... Th- I know we have themes, and I am sometimes the half-assed part of this duo. And so there's Don't themes that, that we all appreciated. <laughs> this is no theme. This is lazy. Uh, and not lazy, because every theme requires some research, whether it's me looking off of my daughter's daily calendar, like, what is it this day? Oh, it's National Pizza Day. Let's do Mystic Pizza. That's the laziest research. This was released this day in 1982. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, happy release Apparently, day. I could come up with thing. nothing else for February 19th. No <laughs> actors were born or died during that day. It was pretty boring except for the release of Swamp Thing, which I'm assuming came and went in 1982 to very little fanfare. I think I think there was a uh, maybe a comic book fan base that ran after this like like wild maybe maybe, maybe. I, I don't know and we talked about this before in our Howard the Duck episode PS patreon.com slash good times great movies listen to our Howard the Duck episode because this almost became the first comic book movie we covered on the podcast but Howard the Duck beat it to the punch by just a few weeks wowzers and they're two of the most confusing like After you get Superman in the late 70s, I don't understand how DC turned around and was like, uh, yeah, Swamp Thing. Ducks and And Marvel was like, oh, okay, in retaliation to Superman and Swamp Thing, 
we'll do Howard the Duck, right? That's fine, everybody. You're just stretching your limits is what you are. That's what you did in the 80s, right? You stretched your boundaries somewhat. It's so strange. In doing research, I found out that this was funded by some guy who was super, super wealthy, um, was a huge comic book collector, and he bought the rights to two comic book heroes. You ready? One of them we know was Swamp Thing. The other one, Mm -hmm. Batman. And he decides to do Swamp Thing. To go with Swamp Thing. Because the storyline here is, like, I thought he was, well, I guess, because there there becomes, there's a sequel, there's a prequel, right? Isn't there a couple of these? Isn't there a show now? Hasn't this been revamped into, like... I saw there was, like, a CW show from, like, 2019, which... How do you make this into a sexy teen CW show? How do you be like Pretty Little Liars followed by Swamp Thing? I don't think that makes any sense, but maybe. Well, like maybe Swamp Thing can has a little more um, oral motion, I guess, because he's kind of lockjawed. Okay, so you're Swamp thinking Thing. the makeup uh, has evolved since 1982? Yeah, yeah, and maybe maybe there's a little because he does have some some well limited powers though because he can only. I'm not sure what yeah, his powers are. Yeah, he's a very confusing. Are. His well, he's got he's that, got the glowy that, hand that heals people. Yes, yes, and he's very strong, I guess, but not like crazy strong. <laughs> like he can toss people, but he doesn't like. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, his powers were first of all ill-defined because when he healed that little kid, I was like, "What's this? Where did yeah, this?" Yeah, well, I didn't want him to die. No, neither did I. He's my favorite. He was my favorite. I was like this poor um, kid who just showed up. Just like I, for just a moment, I was like, "Is this an actor, or is this just a kid with a I, speech impediment who wandered <laughs> onto set?" I thought the same thing. I was like, "Oh, that's very kind." They just picked like a local kid, and they were like, "Hey, he runs this. Yeah, let's just have him in." But then they keep him. He's like an ongoing. Yeah. He's sort of like a yeah. My favorite thing was when he had nothing to say. He would just always say, there goes the neighborhood. (laughs) Every time. It just got me like, did this kid like bring this with him? He's like, this is what my character does. This is all he says. Maybe that's what I pictured that he was like, he worked at the local gas station and these were the lines (laughs) he delivered naturally. And they were like, you're perfect. Come along. And he delivered them as if he was already a swamp thing. Because his delivery (laughs) was a little stuff too. I would have loved him at the end. He was like, Swamp Daddy, take me with you back to the swamp. They talk in this movie about the tales of the swamp and the stories of the swamp, but there are none. (laughs) And even in the beginning, there's none to be told. Now, I guess now that there's a swamp thing there, there will be. But in the beginning, when we come upon all this swamp research, what are we looking for? I have no idea. Because the swamp man doesn't exist. And there's just this this scientist and his sister's slash wife. Well, sister <laughs> that was very sister. confusing. Why didn't Ray Wise just be like, "What are you talking about, wife? I'm not married." And then that made me yeah, think, this- "Is he married? Does he like have a wife back home?" Because he did not correct her no, that he I'm never not did. married. No, he just laughed at her like you silly thing. Yeah. No. What are they looking for? Good point. But you're right. Also, when she shows up, they're in the boat, and the one guy's like. The locals say this swamp's haunted. Like, wh- who? What locals? It reminded me of, 
Remember the doctor or the scientist in Flash Gordon, how he had set up his lab like in the middle of a swamp oh, yeah. in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it had nothing to do with swamps or anything? Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. I think that's what's happening is this guy just wanted to be in an isolated area around orchids? Swamp orchids. Specific. But, swamp orchids. Now, why was he so particular? Like, what... Okay, so maybe here's the thing. Uh-huh. So maybe it's, and I'm we're figuring this out on the, because I don't know, I, I really do. don't. And the, the, until the swamp, until he becomes the swamp thing, I was like, what? What is all of this? What is this? Why are they looking? The guy that there was a man that died that she comes in and replaces, but he was killed by an alligator. Right. Right. Yes. Or is it that the scientist that they have, right, right, wise, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is is so smart and they know he's going to happen upon something right. that then that rich guy who how about when the face oh gets my god we'll the, that, that was <laughs> seriously one of my favorite parts of this movie because he rips his face off as though it is the reveal of the century and the first thing he says is now you've never met me and i'm like okay great <laughs> I really don't know what's happening in this movie, and I'm glad that Ray Wise has no idea either, because now I feel connected to the future Swamp Thing. Me too, me too. Same here. Yeah, I did, and then he would, that's the only time we use that. That's a very tricky, tricky thing to be able to peel your face like a, like a Scooby-Doo character. And it was pretty great because it it looked like it was happening. I mean, this is a low-budget movie, definitely, but it looked... It looks like he really peeled his face off. I know we yeah. cut away later, but he's clearly talking and then rips his face halfway yeah. off until we cut back and it's a different person. Yeah, then we reveal a whole different guy who's ready to uh, steal this guy, this scientist's uh, work. So I think I think that's where we start, is that the scientist is doing some deep lab work, um, trying to like uncover the power of these orchids or the power of the swamp. Well, he at one point says he's trying to feed the world. Like he's he wants to make it so that food can grow basically any condition, weather wise, mm-hmm. whatever. We're just going to grow food in the middle of the desert. And nobody will be hungry in 2001. How about when he's got that picture? He's got a picture of a sad, starving, oh, like, Ethiopian so child. Terrible. I was like, is it the only picture you have on file in this little, like, <laughs> so PowerPoint presentation? It's like a feed the world, pres- like, picture. And, and yeah. yeah. And she sees it and she's like, oh, yeah, okay. Adrienne Barbeau but, okay, so- also way more into the swamp thing than she was Ray Wise, which I think is kind of funny and interesting and just very bizarre. Well, because I guess uh, uh, yeah, I have no reasoning behind that because nope. the swamp thing is really weird looking and he's got this weird nose thing happening. And he has no nose. Thing. And yes. For a while he's got only one arm till it regenerates because of sunlight. Oh, uh, yeah. Little... <laughs> was, that, was that even brought up before they were in the dungeon? No. Which she goes, all. you get your power from the sun. I was like, how do you know this, Adrian Barbeau? Like, yeah. where did you pick up on this mm-hmm. information? Mm-hmm. Swamp Thing doesn't even seem to be aware of it. Well, so why is he so protected then? Because is he doing this work allegedly for the government, but not the government? I don't because know. Because there's all these goons that are, like, protecting the swamp. It's not just the the scientists doing the science. Well, work. they're not protecting the swamp. They're trying to steal the formula. But in the beginning, are they? Because doesn't he think they're with them in the beginning? Doesn't who think they're with them? Doesn't the <laughs> doesn't the scientist guy say? I don't think does, so. Or Sam, because because yeah. they they show right. them basically murder that 
other science guy with, with a snake, which is the okay. best way to murder somebody. Yeah. The most efficient way to kill is with snakes and alligators. That's how you do it. Death by swamp animal. Death by bite. Okay. Yeah. So they're they're so they're trying to avoid those guys. They know they're out there. Those, I don't even. I'm not even sure that they know they're out there because all they know is that somebody was eaten by an alligator, mm -hmm. and that's all they know. They don't know about the snake bite guy. They mm -hmm. he thinks that that one guy's British. And not, I'm going to call him knockoff Ricardo Montalban. I don't know how to refer to this guy. <laughs> and this guy in some scenes is chewing scenery like nobody's business. Oh. He's when he's on that boat topless. <laughs> what in the world? I was like, who told him that he should be topless? The only one allowed to be topless is Adrian in this movie. Let's be honest. There's one point in this movie, and I have it in my notes. He delivers a line looks directly at the camera and raises his eyebrows and, like, smiles like, I fucking crushed this oh, line. Oh, my word. Like, it is so bizarre as to what... It feels like two movies. When we're in that mansion, that is a different movie than, than the Swamp Thing. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Well, and right. in the very beginning, we're in a different movie. In the very beginning, before Swamp Thing appears, and we're just... But you got to lead up. You got to know where this swamp thing came from. You, you got to know his backstory. Mild mannered Natty Gan's father, whatever you want to refer to him as. He's Natty Gan's daddy. And and I feel bad now since we've watched Natty Gan. I mean, I can't see him as anything but that. But I think back to when we talked about RoboCop on this movie, and he was one of the bad guys. Now, did you think of him as Natty Gan's father then, or did you not really? Make I didn't. That connection. Okay. I didn't then, but I did for this movie. I made a little Natty Gan connection, and and um, he's very young, and he looks good. He's wearing sweats for some reason all the time in the swamp. You gotta be comfortable in the swamp. Worse. It's messy. It's, how about the one guy in the very beginning? I don't know if you noticed when she first arrives. Uh, there's a guy that gets off of the boat, and his whole backside of his pants is drenched. <laughs> did you see that? No, I didn't see. That. And he gets onto the helicopter or whatever that she arrives on, and he's kind of making snarky marks at him. And the whole time, he's got a wet ass. And I'm like... <laughs> you got to figure that was like the 18th take. Yes. He's like, this boat is full of water, and yes. I have to sit down in it? Fine, whatever. I'm really impressed with the fact that she comes in dressed in, like, I don't know, a pantsuit or something. Mm -hmm. And the next time we see her, she's like, I just packed a Hawaiian shirt just because it's kind of cool. And I figured, <laughs> when in the swamp, why not? Why not look islandy? It's like a swamp <laughs> island, right? Yeah. Right, so let's talk about it because we've already talked about the whole movie. Yeah, we did. Um, we touched on. But when the movie starts, they're like giving away the movie in these opening few on-screen paragraphs. Oh, because they're giving us yeah, they're letting us know what's happening. It really is mm -hmm. like yeah. A long time ago, a scientist made a swamp thing. I mean, they don't say that, but they totally just tell you that there's going to be a monster. In the swamp, get ready, that's what we're doing. That's what we're, yeah, yeah. I think that's a nice little, uh, well, yeah. I think I, it was nice. Okay. It's genius and evil combined. Oh, that's is what that what they is. say? That's what okay. they tell us. Genius I started to write it down and I went, no, I'm sure I'll. I'm this sure will unfold sure upon itself. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not like they're saying in the year 2087 or something no, like that. No, no, we're not in a futuristic swamp at all. So there was a brief time in movie history where Adrian Barbeau could be like a leading lady. And I think mm. it's an interesting time with someone with that haircut 
<laughs> could be just be the leading lady. Like, it's quite the tight curl there. <laughs> it is a very tight curl. She was around for a while. She has been in, I don't know if you remember, she's been in two of our other movies so far. She was in um, Creepshow. Uh-huh. Remember she was the guy's horrible wife who he would fantasize about shooting her oh, in the yeah. head at a party. Yeah. And a long time ago, she was in Escape from New York. Ah, yes. I know it yes. feels like a million years ago. Yeah, that does. Feel, I, even for me, I feel like we were kids back then. We were. We were crazy. Just, just babes <laughs> trying to figure out a podcast, how to do it. <laughs> but anyway, so they're, they're flying her into the swamp. Mm-hmm. Where at first I thought she was just like a computer repair woman because they take her into that room yeah, full of monitors and she's like, "Well, here's your fucking problem," and just like pushes a button she and everything's knows right fine. Away. Yep, it's a sensor. It's a down sensor. She knows these sensors are so weird looking. Yeah. Okay. Everything's like alert, alert, sensor, alert. Did you mm-hmm. know this sensor's down? I didn't know that sensor's down. How do we fix it? I don't know. It's in sector three. Where's sector three? I'm not sure. <laughs> we never leave the lab, so it doesn't really matter where any of this is taking place. But she's flown in to help with science, let's say. Okay. But all of this beginning is also intercut by some army men or just guys <laughs> dressed in fatigue. Just fatigues with... Um kind of jumping around the swamp like again you're thinking that the swamp thing exists right now and that's what they're after or that's i saw the first guy with that red bandana and i went is he the swamp thing because he just looks like a guy in fatigues in a red bandana but they you see that they murder a scientist or you Mm -hmm. assume he's a scientist because he has this little like id badge on his you know Mm -hmm. button-up shirt and they kill him with a snake bite and are very proud of themselves about this. Yeah, they're very proud of themselves when they get their work done, let's be honest. Right, and yes. And kind of look out for each other, but not really. Yeah. So then she goes in and she basically meets the main players at this science facility, which there aren't many. There's a British guy. Mm-hmm. There's Ray Wise, who's, I guess, the lead scientist. Mm-hmm. And a woman who has the same last name as him, who Adrian Barbeau jumps to the conclusion that they are husband and wife. Must be his wife, but she, yeah. But it's wrong. It's their siblings. They have a father who's very um, <clears throat> well-known. Yeah, yeah, because she's like, world. oh, my God, are you the blah, blah, blah? She's like, no, I'm just a woman. My father's the yeah, smart yeah. one. <laughs> I don't want to say there's not much that happens in this movie, but there's a lot of not much happening in this movie. In the beginning, for sure, yeah. Well, you're saying the beginning. I'm saying once we get to the swamp, it's just people trudging around a swamp for extended periods of time. Well, at least we have a swamp thing to look for. Okay. And then... <laughs> oh, good point. Okay. Like I said, in the very beginning, I'm not even sure. Well, I, I guess they are. They're, he's studying some compound in the swamp that he can put together. But And I guess these these um, this army team in fatigues is out looking for his research is what they want. They want to essentially steal his research. Yeah. I'll call him the bad guy. The bad, let's just say the bad guy because none of this, at first I thought they were military, but Mm -hmm. they're not. They're just Mm -hmm. working for a guy who lives in a palatial mansion who, that appears to be located about a half a mile away from the swamp. Yeah, it's not far. far. (laughs) Everything, gas station, mansion, swamp, Research facility are all within walking distance of one another. This entire movie takes place over 
possibly two days. And I think that's being generous. And, <laughs> and everyone is on foot all the time, and they're able to get everywhere they need to little go. A little bit of boat work. A little bit of boat work, but not much. Oh, with those not big much. fan things? What yes. are those things called that they drive around the swamps? Uh, I'm going to call them gator boats. Okay, gator boats. You're probably right. That sounds like... If it's not the technical term, it's what the locals call them. I think so. I think that's what I'm... That's what I'm bargaining on, yeah. So for some reason, after helping him, like, fish a possum out of water, I didn't understand what oh, yeah, that when was she all about. Oh, yeah, when she arrives to the lab, her, he and his wife are digging their hands in this grody, like, moss-filled water. And she reluctantly puts her hand in there. And, yeah, he pulls the possum out. Yeah, he um, doesn't call it a possum. He's like, this is a jib-jab-jub-job. Yeah. And I was like... <laughs> Are you just making a name? Like, is there like a, did they stick a third eye on this thing or something? But no, it's just a possum. And he's like, I need it for my research because question marks all over the place as to what this research is. I don't know, but he keeps dubious notebooks about it. Dubious? Do not say dubious. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird personal thing. And it's so funny you would bring that up. I listened to this podcast once. And this guy was on the podcast and he was uh-huh. screaming about how into whatever he had to watch, you know, whatever thing he was talking about. I think it was a movie or something like that. And he's uh-huh. like, and everybody, I take dubious notes. <laughs> Just so you know, dubious notes. And I'm sitting there going, that means questionable. I don't think that means what you think. I think you mean copious notes. And it's so weird that you would bring that up or say that. Um, yeah, he takes, he is filling volumes of notebooks. Yeah. One of which yeah. seems more important than all the rest, I guess. The most recent one, I think, maybe, because it's got, you know, the more he's recent like, information. I don't want to gloss over. We, we can't get to the exploding and the death and all that yet. Because Mm-mm. I do like how they take their romantic canoe ride through the swamp. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Their moment together is great because their moment together is him picking orchids off of trees mm-hmm. and just spewing, like, his pickup lines. They're just falling out of his mouth. And she is having nothing to do with this. Well, she, she thinks he's married. Yes. Yeah. At one point, she's like, save it for your wife, dude. And then just walks away and he doesn't correct her like you said yeah uh-uh he doesn't say what do you mean my wife you mean my sister you're talking about <laughs> who by the way wears a sweet locket with herself and her brother inside of it um, i would think it would be the parents in the locket yeah but you see your brother <laughs> daily you need him in your locket i don't know day. maybe and that's you... why people question y'all's relationship i don't know I mean, I love my brothers, but I don't wear a locket with their faces around my neck. That's an upsetting thing to do, <laughs> especially if you're working with them on a daily basis. Right. <laughs> and why does that muscle-bound moron hang that locket on a... Like, I, I thought, don't know. <laughs> I thought for a second he was working for the good guys. Like, we need to destroy everything. And he's like, I'll put this right here so they know. No. There's, just, there's no reason for it. She doesn't, Adrian Barbeau doesn't pick it up later. It comes to nothing, but they, like the tight they shot really of focus like, on it. Uh-huh. Zoom in on this locket as though it means anything. Maybe to say like later he's going to help them in some way, which. Right. Even if at the end of the movie, as the Swamp Thing's walking Maybe away. Maybe he reveals the locket, like the when he turns into that little midget monster. And he's like. <laughs> he's like, I just kept this. I pocketed it earlier. I thought you might want it. 
You guys are a handsome brother and sister. So that is yeah. not where I thought that was going when that guy drank that oh, serum. First of all, how does he drink this glowing green substance and not realize it's glowing this effervescent green in his cup? Or this iridescent green and effervescent, for all I know. The whole party's a question mark to me because I'm like, who, who are, are those all people? these people? And is nobody like, what's going on? Why is that woman tied to a chair? What is that? <laughs> that man just turned into a tiny little person mutant monster. He looked like a goblin and he no did. one seems alarmed at all at nope. this party. Nope. They were just like, well, I won't have what he's having. And his one friend is like, sorry, buddy. Like, I'm not. Yeah, right. If I was a guest at this party, I'd be like, I'll just go back into the room with the sitar music and the naked ladies (laughs) dancing because I don't want to be part of this dinner. It's so weird. So so he's hitting on her and doesn't correct her and everything like that. So they go back to the lab and his sister seemingly created some sort of exploding green liquid. Because she's almost Mm -hmm. like, hey, brother, who we have a very weird incestuous relationship probably. (laughs) Look at this. When you splash that when you dunk your hand into it which seems irresponsible and then fling it onto the floor it sparks like those popper things that you would throw on the ground it does it pop up ups yes and he earlier said that he was and and we mentioned this Mm -hmm. trying to feed the world with this formula yeah but does not seem concerned and actually seems excited that it's super combustible. Well, I think he's just excited that the liquid's going to do something. Like maybe they were uncertain if sure. this was going to have any reaction at all and the fact that it's um could potentially start giant fires, maybe um I don't know, it's a start. Cuz there's <laughs> a start. whole thing here now where, you know, Adrian Barbo, I'm sorry, Cable. Can we call her Cable because that's what everybody calls her in this movie. And I didn't know if it was her first name or last name. I, I hope it's her last name. I hope they're referring to her by her last name, Cable. But yeah, Cable. Yeah. It, there's a little bit of thing stuff where she's like, oh, I didn't know we were making weapons in here. And is the military involved and everything? And this is where he shows the starving children and the fact that he's trying to do good. And this is when they kiss. Doesn't he kiss her when they find out that it explodes? Isn't this when he like grabs a happy, her and makes it? Like a happy, like, yeah. embrace kiss? All right. Yeah, it's he's more like a He's probably very excited because he's only had to do this to his sister for who knows how long. <laughs> he's like, this is what my sister and I do when the experiments go right. We're not married. We just make out a lot. Uh, I don't understand what the problem is. Hey, get desperate in the swamp, right? Right. The only other person is, um, uh, what, what is that kid's name? He's so dang cute. Um, Lainey, Lonnie, Lyle. L- Jude. Okay. And, and also, he owns that gas station, right? This 13-year-old sure. boy owns that gas station. He owns the town. He's the only other person in town that they come across. There goes the neighborhood. You have a gas station in the middle of the swamp. There's no neighborhood. <laughs> So, all right, so now we get to a point where she has to go to the computer shack, I'm going to call it, um, for some reason because, you know, monitors are out or there's been uh, infiltration or whatever you want to call it. And she quickly finds out that they are under attack from these guys in fatigue. This is the first of 45 times where she is kidnapped in this movie. Oh, my goodness. 
She's not good at getting away. Let's just be honest. Because she's terrible at hiding. She had all night <laughs> to run away from that place. And she hid behind a tree stump. And a tree stump right next to the cabin. Like, not far from everything. She didn't go very far. I love she's just like, well, I better hide this notebook under these rocks because I'm yeah. going to get kidnapped any moment now. But I'm not going to hide myself at all. No, no, not at all. And also, take off that Hawaiian shirt. Everything you're wearing is dark green. You would blend into anything. <laughs> so she basically, like, gets kidnapped. They take her back to the facility. They knock her out. And that's important because she doesn't see the face peeling reveal. Oh, that's right. And then they bust in and basically say to Ray Wise, hey, give us your notebooks, give us your formula, or we'll kill your sister. Mm. The sister's the brave one because she's like, you're not taking you me alive. You can't have these. Yeah, and she doesn't want to give out their information. She's, Yeah, she knows that in the wrong hands, this information could go bad. He's just like, come on, get out of my lab. What are you <laughs> doing? He doesn't even really try to fight. Yeah. They wreck a beaker filled with nothing, and he is devastated by this. <laughs> it's his equipment. You know, scientists are very particular about their equipment. So his sister gets shot, mm. and he's really sad about it. Tragic. But this is when the British guy who was part of their team, their buddy. Mm. Allegedly. Right. Wanders in and... You think it's like a big turn. Again, we just met everybody in this movie five minutes ago. But right, it's right. it's Ball like this. Fresh. Yeah, it's like this big turn. Like, oh, that British guy who I really liked is evil and working for the bad guys. <laughs> no, his face is peeled off to reveal a character we haven't met. Ray Wise hasn't met. No one has any idea no who this even, person nope. is. And this guy is really, he really is like, I know this was made before Star Trek 2. Maybe it was the same year. I'm not sure. He really is. Like, I don't know if he just watched all of Fantasy Island and was like, I'm going to Ricardo Montalban the shit <laughs> out of this character. But that is what this guy is doing. It's really fun. And Ray Wise realizes that there's no way out of this situation. So he kind of grabs the green liquid and clumsily <laughs> falls down and blows himself up. And then he's just a man, like a fireman walking He's like a around. fireball just, running around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, they don't know what to do. Is he screaming? I don't remember. Is he moaning or no? I don't think he is. He's, Maybe he's, he is. No, he's just running around on fire. And all the guys with guns are just like, whoa, hey, I don't. Let's just. What, yeah, what's let's just let this right play now? itself out because this is this got this got really out of hand. Also, all the all the voiceover in this movie is so funny when the when the. um. Army guys are running around. All you hear in these voiceovers like, Jimmy, have you seen Rick? Where's Tracy? I'm not sure. Everyone has names. They're talking about each other constantly. And I'm like, I don't know who you're talking who about. Who is who? Yeah. I didn't meet the main bad guy till 30 seconds ago. Right. And even I'm not familiar with his name. I just no. call him the bad guy. Right. So he's on fire and dives into the swamp. And then all the bad guys are like, all right. Find the notebooks, burn this mother to the ground, and let's get out of here. They do. They ignite the whole, all the cabins. Everything's yep. on fire, and they think they're good to go. Adrian, right. it, or, or what would you say her, Cable. her name was? Her name's Cable. 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 <laughs> Cable, as we said, again, she is still alive, and she's kind of watching this all go down. Um, Escape didn't run away. 
escaped and like seemingly just like went out the back door and stood there for eight hours while he burned yeah. this whole place yeah, just down. to see what they were gonna do right. just to see yeah she is captured by red bandana i thought this guy was gonna be such a big character like if you're gonna turn somebody into a tiny baby goblin i thought it was gonna be this guy because yeah. red Bandana's all over the place he's yeah. he other than the main bad guy who you know, like a James Bond villain who sits like in a mansion behind a desk. I thought he's this guy was the goon. heavy. Yeah, right. he's yes. the lead goon in the beginning. Yeah, he's the one that kind of tells him what to do. He's the one that really goes after her. And, yes, because um, he, he gets... captures her and mm-hmm. is like, again, why don't, they drown just, her? why don't they just shoot these people? <laughs> why are they going with snakes and crocodiles and drowning? But he takes guess... her out on a boat. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I was going to say, I guess when you have the swamp right there, you're going to utilize the natural weapons in the swamp i I guess guess, but then do you just say i guess there was an explosion at the lab because if that's the case it sounds horrible but you could probably set her on fire like that's horrible to say but you could probably do that but he decides to drown her takes her out throws her in the swamp and just i love it he's got the cigar in his mouth while he's holding (laughs) her head down yeah and the other guys are just watching none of them think that it's wrong to do or that there's like you said maybe an easier way just shoot her or whatever but yeah he just holds her head down in the water well these dippy goons like these guys are so incompetent the one guy shoots one of his own men at one point like oh yeah by accident he does because something's like shifting in the in the (laughs) swamp and he's like shit and he just shoots and that's when you hear like you killed jerry (laughs) jerry should i know these characters don't bother with the body the snakes will get it when right. he sticks her head down in the water, he tells her, say hello to your boyfriend, baby. He's a gross guy, but yeah. Which makes me think, were they telling them on that date? And they're like, I yeah, guess these that two how are they know? Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't get to kill her because suddenly <laughs> there's a swamp thing. The swamp thing makes his appearance. Mm-hmm. He hits the boat and it's like the boat exploded. It's like flips. Yeah, he's got some strength. It's not, again, it's not like right. crazy superhuman, but it's enough to flip a boat, stop a car at one point. Yes. And the bullets don't seem, they are shooting at him and he doesn't seem to be um, injured at all by the bullets. He appears to just be made up of vines and swamp goo. I don't know what he's supposed to be. I don't know either, but... Um, He's bigger than Ray Wise. It's like you just took yeah. Ray Wise and just coated him in mud <laughs> and just like vines and stuff like that. Yeah, he's taller, thicker than Ray, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. sound like him at all. No. Well, our curse is very limited in what you can say, unfortunately. So there's that. Yeah, he, he talks so poorly, he has to, again, use his pickup lines on her for her to be like, oh, wait. That's who you are. Yeah, You're yeah. Not just I thought some you were just swamp a monster. Swamp thing, yeah. And he's not. I mean, really, the scariest part of him is that well, a he's giant and he comes from the swamp, but he's swinging arms because it's not like he has fangs or like, like the warthog thing that the bad guy turns into yeah. is a lot more. Uh, looks a lot more dangerous, you know. Right. But swamp thing does have these. Is very powerful, very strong. He's and like, smart. He can yeah, avoid them easily. It's like an Incredible Hulk, but if you take out the muscle tone, I guess. Yes. Yeah, because he's very, yeah, he's kind of low tone in his body <laughs> and his, yeah, agreed. Yeah, very low tone in his body, in his voice, in his yeah. mannerisms. 
He's the low energy swamp thing. <laughs> I think that's the best way to describe him. And he's truly just motivated by love. Uh, well, also, these were the guys responsible for his death. No, his question mark, yeah. kind of. Quote unquote death. He kind of like throws this boat around. He does have the strength to just pick up men and throw them. We see that at mm -hmm. least 20 times in this movie. Mm -hmm. um, he doesn't appear to be killing anyone, but I guess it's implied that they're dead. Mm. I, I don't know. But she then manages to get away. Mm -hmm. Well, this is, yeah, this is important because I do think we transition to the mansion real quick. Yes. Um, because this is where we see that Ricardo Montalban Jr. is hanging <laughs> out with a woman who looks identical to Ray Wise's sister. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's alive? And they must have kidnapped her and made her brainwash her so that she, because she's serving up drinks for him and is very much like, oh, you're so powerful. And when you get this, you know. Yeah. I, my one of my favorite parts is that near the end of this movie when he turns into when he's transitioning into a pig monster mm -hmm. and he calls her in to ask her to get someone else to bring him yeah. a drink. <laughs> like this this seems needlessly And then it is a different girl that comes in it to bring is. the drink. <laughs> it's the brunette that at one point walks down the hall with papers and is like, I don't know, we don't have all the notebooks or whatever. <laughs> Out of the movie until the end. Oh, these were just girls looking for parts. They were right, speaking exactly. roles, I guess. I don't know. Right. Um, these were Wes Craven's prior girlfriends, right, I'm assuming. Right, right, right. Yeah, he's like, I can't give you the main part. You see Permy over there? Look at that hair. It does so well in a swamp. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of worse hair for this human environment than that. <laughs> Maybe your hair started luxurious like a Cindy Crawford hairdo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that would be so great if she's on the helicopter with long, luxurious straight hair and gets off and it's Adrian Barbeau. And <laughs> she's like fucking swamp hair. So she does manage to escape from the swamp and find what appears to be an abandoned gas station with only a... What would you say, 13, 14-year-old kid? Yeah, he's probably 14 tops. <laughs> the thickest glasses and marbles all in his mouth. And the demeanor of a 75-year-old man, let's be honest. When he sees her walking down the street with that perm and that Hawaiian shirt, his response is to say, there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> it's great. It's great. He's my favorite. Oh. It's so funny. I just, I it's so funny that this kid's in this movie and she she tries to use a payphone, which all the glasses broke. I love it. it. I love it. She work. walks in this payphone that looks like it hasn't worked in at least five years. Oh, right. She checks her back pocket because you still got change in your pockets. That didn't no matter that you're having adventures in the swamp. You still keep a quarter she in case you got to make so a call. Much change. She's able to buy soda later. Oh, yeah. Because you never know. You never know when you're going to need your loose That's why it was so easy to drown her. She was just sinking with all the change in her pockets. She's like, I don't know if they have laundry there. I might have to bring my own quarters for the laundry machines. I'll just keep them in my big back pockets. But yeah, that phone doesn't work. So she goes inside, makes a little small talk with our with our friend Jude here. Yep. Um, he says, she's, when she, I love it. He does have these great one-liners. When she tries to use the soda machine, she goes, Jesus, doesn't anything work around here? And he goes, just me. <laughs> just me. Which, again, 
He owns this gas station. Yeah. He's a little boy who owns this. Because even later, she's like, I guess your dad owns this. And he's like, I haven't seen my dad in years. <laughs> okay. This is his. This is his swamp town. It's amazing. Oh. So mm-hmm. she calls who she thinks is the British guy who ripped his face off mm-hmm. and revealed that he's not. But she didn't know that. She was knocked out during this moment in the movie. So she calls and he picks up the phone in his limo, puts on this British accent and is like, where are you? We're going to come get you. It's totally fine. Yeah, we'll come. We'll come yep. save you. That's probably the best thing we should do. So she tells him I'm at a gas station and then they pull up. And I love it even. Jude's like, I think your friends are here. And she knows right away because he pulls up with the, the red bandana with these these uh these He pulls goons. up in a limo and behind him is a Jeep outfitted in a ton of guns. Right, <laughs> She's like, right. Oh, I remember those guys. They tried to kill me. They're they're not and uh, Jude knows. Jude knows it's a bad right. sign. Oh yeah. So yeah. she again, her hiding uh, is the worst. She just hides behind the counter in this store. It's not gonna be hard to find her, right? She Grabs a gun. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a funny part of this movie. She grabs a gun because she asked Jude if there's a gun. And he's like, what place do you think this is? Of course there's a gun. Here it is. <laughs> it's super old. She runs out because she doesn't want Jude to get killed. Right. So she runs out and distracts them, shoots this gun. It apparently explodes. And then she runs away. Powerful gun. This is where, again, these guys are running around shooting. And you get dubbing. Where The, <laughs> the guy's like, where did she go? Watch out for the truth. She has a gun. Oh, my God. That gun just blew up. (laughs) Wow. You're just narrating everything that I'm seeing right now. In case you missed anything. In case you missed anything. There you have it. There you have it. So she does manage to escape. And I guess Mm -hmm. Jude is fine. They really shoot up this gas station, though. Well, with um, those glasses protected him for crying out loud. (laughs) Bullets ricocheting (laughs) off of those glasses. Oh, also, did you notice the continuity errors with what this kid's wearing? No. Oh, my God. He has, like, a ringer tee on, uh-huh. like, dark blue with some stripes on the sleeves. Mm-hmm. And then he also has, like, a gas station attendance button-up shirt. Oh. And in some scenes, he's got that tan shirt on. And in other scenes, he has the T-shirt on. I'm telling you, he is just a town local that would show up each day. And they'd be like, Jude's here. Let's put him in a scene. Come on, It Jude. is really great. I had to back it up to, to be sure because I saw him in the T-shirt and I went, I don't think he was wearing that, and they have not left this gas station. <laughs> and I backed it up. And when they're, I get the soda machine, he's wearing a different shirt. That's awesome. So they tail her in a car, and as you said earlier, Swamp Thing comes out of the woods and basically gets hit by the car, but just stops mm-hmm. it. Well, this is when she's running and she's so out of breath. She gets her. Certain, this is like me when I'm on a jog. Like she's holding her stomach and she's like, because <gasps> she can't. It's a lot of running. Um, but yeah, they the Swamp Man comes out. Now she's kind of cornered in in right. this part of the swamp where there's no place to go except maybe into the swamp. And um, maybe I like how at every moment where they almost give Bridget Bardot the opportunity to decide whether she wants to go in the swamp or not. She like tepidly walks into the swamp. Like when she shoes him away, how she gets in up to her ankles and is like, you know what? That's far enough. I'll just do the shoe motion now. We're good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She tells him shoe, shoe. But he saves her. He comes. Yep. Swamp man. When he hears her in distress, that is almost like his call to come. He comes in and, like I said, he kind of pushes their car away. He throws, I think he throws more of these goons around. 
And she's kind of hiding, like you said, ankle deep in the swamp and tells him, shoo, shoo, go on, go. And he's kind of heartbroken because she doesn't yet realize who he is. Which and he is, sort of listens to her, though. He's like, all right, I saved you again. I guess you're fine. There's no way you'll be kidnapped in 30 more minutes. Right, right. You're, you're all right. It's all right. You're keeping me busy. Otherwise, what am I doing here? I'm just hanging out in the swamp. I'm a lonely swamp guy. And he is a sad, lonely swamp guy. When we see him looking back at his... This is when then she spies on him, right? And right. And he goes back to the burned-down cabin. Mm-hmm. And he's so sad about his sister. That's one thing that gets him yes. really sad. Then he's so sad about his experiments. And then he's just so sad because he's lonely swamp man. He's man. so sad about the orchids. He's yeah. at one point he's surrounded by orchids somehow, and he like is smelling one of them. It's, yeah, it's very weird and touching at the same time. Like Jude just shows up, like what just happened? Yeah. I didn't know where. Ever, I was just well, so I like amazed. it. He goes, he says to her, "Who are those guys? You didn't pay your bookie, I guess." He's just <laughs> he's just the best. Jude's just the Again, best. It's as low energy as the swamp thing, but there's, there's nothing there. It's so funny to just listen to this kid be like, guess she didn't pay your bookie and uh, <laughs> the gas station's destroyed now and my life's over. Oh, well, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, I saw that guy, that swamp thing guy. <laughs> Did you see that giant swamp monster? It was kind of neat. <laughs> Dude. You're the best, Jude. This is the line where the um, Montalban is, I I think he was sitting somewhere. I don't know if this is when he was on his boat or he's in his Mm -hmm. mansion or something. He goes, the beast doesn't exactly maintain a low profile. And he does. He literally looks at the camera and smiles like, I am destroying this movie. It is hilarious. But then they cut to the beast, don't they? Isn't that what they this do? Is his, they show, yeah. This is his orchid. The bad guys, the whole thing is, first of all, we have, I don't know how many miles of swamp. And the bad guys at every turn are like, hey, guess what? If we find her again, we'll find the swamp thing. And it's like they just turn around and she's there. Like, <laughs> I don't know how Jude's finding her. I don't know how these guys are constantly finding her. But that's all this movie is for the rest of it until another monster shows up. Yeah, until the second monster. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because she she doesn't hide well, and she doesn't really care to leave the swamp. No, Um, and I'm not sure why, because this is when they... I don't think she knows who she can trust. Even Jude's like, who else can you call? And she was like, well, I thought I could call that guy, but that's not the guy I can call anymore. So really, her best friend is Jude. Yeah, and, and you know that guy, that kid doesn't know anybody in town. No, so this no. isn't even a town. I just sleep <laughs> in the back of the gas station. No one ever shows up. I just eat what's on the shelves. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> this is when they bring in, as you call them, gator boats to find her. Yes, yes. And they do. There's a big, like, Swamp Thing shows up, he throws Mm -hmm. some guys off a boat, they shoot at him, they throw grenades, there's a lot of exploding stuff like that. But they don't want to, he doesn't want them to kill her or the Swamp Thing. He wants them, the evil guy, the bad guy, wants them both in his possession, doesn't want them necessarily killed. Yeah. They do, though, this is when they kill for a moment, 
they they do get Jude, and I was crushed. Yes. Jude shouts something. I don't even know what he shouts, but he shouts. They're on the boat together, her and Jude, in the swamp. Like a little um, rowboat. Mm-hmm. It looks like his. It's got a little, some sort of, like, saintly decoration in, in right. the front. Um, it's like his little boat. And they're on a ride, and um, she's telling him, you know, okay, I because she, she had to get the notebook. That's what it is. She went back to get the notebook. She basically um, gives this kid the notebook and tells him, get out of this movie. Yeah. Like, go yeah. away. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. need to see you so again. So you're done now, right. and I've got to probably get captured again. So you should probably go on. <laughs> I got a whole story arc. It's too much. Just take yeah. this notebook and get out of here. You just go on. And instantly, she's like a couple of feet into the swamp, just left his boat. And he screams something at her. And she's like, Jude. And she, she goes seems back to the so boat. exasperated, though. It's not even just like Jude. She's like, oh, <laughs> what do you want? I just left you not even two minutes ago, kid. Right. <laughs> but then he is face down in the boat. He's just slumped over in the boat. It's like face down, but in the air. His <laughs> tush like... is right up in the air. And then he's just got, like, this just blood on the side of his face. So I don't see a wound necessarily, but... And she's snow chewed no. But soon Swamp Guy comes with his magic green Swamp Guy powers. And I was so happy. I was like, come on, Swamp Guy. If you're going to do anything good in this movie, bring Jude back to life. And when he did, I was like, thank you, Swamp Guy. Jude is... Like Jude's reaction to being brought back from the dead oh, yeah, by again. a swamp man is nothing. I think he still says, there goes the neighborhood. Uh-huh. He is brought back. The Grim Reaper had a hold of this kid. He's brought back, looks at a giant swamp mutant and goes, oh, there goes the neighborhood. The neighborhood, yep. It is wonderful. <laughs> oh, he does say, "Oh shit!" There goes the neighborhood. Oh yeah, he that drops down. a little ass bomb. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, she's captured on the mm-hmm, boat. Mm-hmm. Has like a brief like face to face with Ricardo Montalban, and then he leaves, and she immediately kicks the dude in the crotch and jumps off the boat and escapes yeah. again. Yeah, she can be tough when she wants to be. Not always, but she can. She pulls out this like weird, you know, bad mama jamminess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the one goon tries to kiss her on the boat. Yes. And he's a red that, bandana, dude. That took it too far. You can murder my friends yeah. and burn down my research facility, but there is no smooching. You don't try to make out with me after you. He, he gets her on this boat. The, the, the Rambo guy, the lead goon, gets her, captures her, puts her on this boat pours himself a glass of wine and feels like he could be very forward with her. He just starts, he's like, all right, well, let's just make out. And that's like you said, she kicks him and she swims away. He follows her though. He, Mm -hmm. you know, she kicks him off the boat, then jumps off the boat. He follows her. And this Mm -hmm. is when Swamp Thing shows up and he cuts off Swamp Thing's arm and Swamp Thing somehow kills him. Like it's a weird, he grabs the guy by the Hair. Well, they fight for a while. They have quite the yes. little battle in the yeah. But it's a weird cut because he he grabs him by the hair and it cuts back to Adrian Barbeau and she's disgusted by what she's seeing and faints. And then you like see this guy's like lifeless body twitching and there's blood all over him. He does something like crushes him by the skull or something. That's kind of what I was. I didn't know yeah. he like, ripped his head off or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not sure, but uh, but he does all of this with just one arm. Oh and yeah. Even though Very he can strong. save uh, 
save the life of Judy. He can't yet. Later, we see he, his arm comes back. And right this now, is just... all happening in the daylight. I think that's important to note. It's oh, not true. nighttime. Right, right. But for some reason, he has a stump arm for a long time. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's not concentrating on his arm because really right now he's like, oh, no, poor Cable. And he picks her up and, like, oh, yeah. carries her. There's a lot of picking her up and carrying her. Like, Well, she doesn't want to get dirty in the swamp. Later on, they emerge from that bubbling swamp, and he picks her up and literally, like, walks three steps and puts her down. They're not going far. No. So this is when she kind of, like, wakes up, and mm-hmm. she's, I was going to say, in his arms, but just in his one arm. And they, <laughs> like, she realizes now that he's Ray Wise, and they laugh. At one point, he says, Everything's a dream when you're alone. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I guess that's like philosophical swamp thing, but she's charmed by all of it, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so she decides to t- take a naked bath, right? Isn't this when she gets topless and just she's got to clean up? There's been a lot of chases happening, and the best place to clean up is the swamp. <laughs> it has so, been a day. Yeah. <laughs> so she's topless, which is kind of torturous because here she is with the swamp man. Who doesn't seem to have, like, it seems to have eliminated all. He has no parts, no private parts. Is that why he's, is that why he's creeping on her and then, like, lowers his head because he's depressed? Because he's like, like, no boners here, I guess. Yeah. Oh, man. What a wreck, but nothing I can do with that. Oh, well. Yeah, he's pretty sad. He's so sad that he takes the notes that I guess he stole from Jude. Like, where did he get these oh, notes? Oh, Jude passed them back. That was Jude's, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jude gives them to him. I mean, he just throws them away. He just throws them into the woods. He's so upset about this. Because uh, all this experimenting, all this, what does it do? It's, he still can't get laid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, near the end of this movie... Uh, the only line missing from when she's yelling after him is like, we can figure this out. She is willing to go off with him. When he leaves at the end, she's like, take me with you. Listen, I don't see any genitalia, but we can figure this we'll out. We'll work it's fine. out, right? I'll just figure this out. Yeah. If you can regrow an arm, I think other things can happen here. We'll use orchids. I don't know, I just, but it'll just, be, it'll be interesting. orchids all over you and yeah. see what happens. Now they're both captured. She's captured again. <laughs> immediately, she gets out of her bath and is captured. He runs over. They throw a giant net on him. I like how she wiggles away from the bad guys, runs over to Swamp Thing in a net and goes, you knew we were going to get captured, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine, She's like, whatever. It's kind of my lot in this movie is I just get captured. So, But yeah, they, they put a rope around him and a net around him. And even though he's very, very strong... It's this rope and net that really take him down. And there's like 12 guys that pounce on top of him. He's also still very depressed. Oh, yeah. He's still sad that he can't get a boner, I guess. And he has one less arm than he did earlier this morning. Things are really looking down. And earlier this morning, he wasn't a swamp thing. A lot has happened in this guy's life. Yeah, it's a busy day. And he's just, he's really just taking it in. Right. So they're both captured. And now this movie cuts to a mansion. Basically, for the rest mm-hmm. of the movie, we're in a mansion. Mm-hmm. Had I not been watching this Blu-ray that I bought, I would have thought someone changed the channel. Because the <laughs> sitar music that just starts playing, yep. this party, we don't see any character we've seen for Mm-mm. a long time. Mm-mm. All we see are people making out, 
taking off ladies' tops, other people dancing around, people serving food. I didn't know what I was watching. Well, we're at the party. It's the celebratory party. But yeah, yes. I agree. You're like, where are we? What is happening right now? <laughs> right. And even, I guess his name is Bruno, the other thug that survived. Oh, um, yeah. He is in this white turtleneck, almost, I'll say, rec- not recognizable because they're, they're so... And the other thugs that are around him, I don't recognize any of them. From... No, I thought all these guys were dead. <laughs> yeah. I I wasn't really sure. Mm-hmm. I kind of knew that this was the the balding... He looks like a professional wrestler. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he was or at least mm-hmm. tried it. Um, but he is the guy who hung the, the locket, so I did recognize him. Mm-hmm. But then we're treated to this dinner where I love how they gave Cable a new fancy dress to wear to this party. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> she's tied up. tied her to a chair. Uh-huh. A very cleavage-revealing white dress. And uh, Montalban is there, and he's just like, we're having this great party. It's so fantastic. And I would be remiss if I didn't give all the credit to you, random pro wrestler, at the end of the table, at the head of the table. This is all in your honor. Let's all have a drink. I'm so happy that Swamp Thing didn't kill you, but he killed Red Bandana. It's a whole weird thing where... You have to know if you're the pro wrestler that you're being set up at this point. But he doesn't. The pro wrestler no. says, so who, who, when did you already, dr-? oh, she says, I think, did you drink the liquid? Did you drink it yet? And he says, no, no, I've given it to our guest of honor. Right. Bruno. Again, surrounded by a bunch of people who look like they're at the Great Gatsby's party, mm-hmm. too. Like, these people, I don't know what they think they're there to see, but this is not it. Because this guy convulses, his head is, like, veins are pulsating. Yeah, he has a weird, it looks like he's having a seizure at first. Yeah. He sips down, like I said, he, he, he toasts, they toast, and he sips his drink. It's a green liquid, dude. I would be aware if I was sipping that green liquid that quickly. But he sips it down, and then all of a sudden it's like he, yeah, he's, he starts sweating. He starts making, swallowing his tongue, making weird noises. Then he falls out of his chair onto the ground. <laughs> and when he comes back up, he's this weird mutant monster midget guy. <laughs> and I don't know. I feel like watching this now, all I could think of was Mini-Me. From, you know, the, oh, the, yeah, the Austin yeah. Powers things. Because just like an elf, he, like, jumps up on the table and, mm-hmm. like, runs across the table. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is way funnier than it should be. Like, I should not yeah, be laughing Yeah, I'm giggling right at now. this more than I should be. Yeah. because yes. he's a little person. Yeah. yeah it's, it's such a bizarre thing because then the main bad guy takes them all down to this dungeon where mm-hmm. he chains her to a wall. Swamp Thing's still, like, a big sad sack. He doesn't even seem to be chained up. He's just sitting on no, a bench. No, he just, yeah, it's, well, because it's dark now, I guess, because it's, remember, now he's not in the light. He does, though, he gives them some information because the bad guy's like, so why Why did this happen? How come he didn't become powerful and strong like you? And he's like, again, he's like, because that's not how it works. It's not how, and he, he sort of explains that, um, the way this potion works is it works with your with your inner with your essence if you are um it goes with with what you have inside if you're a good person i guess and a strong smart person (laughs) if your essence is good that's what it will highlight you would think then that would mean i mean i guess he's a swamp man because his essence is he studies the swamp 
it is such a weird because I was thinking the you same think thing. You think he would I was be like, an orchid or something, yeah, like if or something, or he emerges as a prince or whatever. Yeah. Like I was like, so there was a little swamp thing in you the whole time. Yeah. Like is that what you're saying right now? It's a really weird thing where, and also at this point, I'm like. How was this supposed to grow vegetables everywhere? Like I still didn't like that. It was, was still in it my mind, but it shouldn't be. It takes the essence of a peach tree, and it becomes other peach trees. I don't know. It becomes a peach tree that just punches people when they get close to it. <laughs> He's just like, here's this little goblin that I made. Uh, you guys are on this cell now. Yeah, I'll lock it up. I'm dungeon. turning in for the night. The party's cleared out very quickly yeah. after that. Well, I goblin. would too after that little goblin came. But now the bad guy has an idea. He's like, "Well, my essence must be fucking rock star because I'm so smart and and wonderful." I don't know how he jumps to this conclusion. Like that seems super dangerous. You saw what happened. Just cut your losses. Move out of that house. Right. Sell it as is. Whatever's in the basement is yours, new owner. <laughs> And go from there. But he doesn't. He goes out on his uh, veranda. Okay. I called it a balcony, but we can call it a veranda. All right. You know that Chevy Chase likes to kiss people on the veranda, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. So, anyway, he drinks it Mm -hmm. and then calls in the blonde to then ask the brunette to bring him a drink. And it seems like it takes a while for it to activate, it takes right? A long while. Because like Ray Wise is kicked in, he jumped in the lake and all of a sudden, or the swamp, and he was Swamp Man. The midget took his sip, or the the wrestler guy that now becomes the little demon guy. And his was the quickest because Ray Wise's was kind of overnight. They did have the entire night to burn the whole place to the ground oh, before true, he came true. out. But. Yeah, he and also he seems to emerge from a cocoon where nobody else needed that. Uh, like, he's like he looks covered. like he's, he's covered in cotton candy. Like, yeah. like he's wrapped up in paper mache, and then he bursts out because the woman comes in to bring him his drink, and she screams because it looks like his hands are turning into hooves, and I guess kind of they are once we find out what he becomes. It's such a long transition, but he busts out as a pig werewolf. Is that fair? I don't know. I put warthog down, but you're a pig oh, werewolf. Oh, okay. You know what? If you take a pig and cross it with a werewolf, it is a warthog. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all right. But yeah, this It'll, is what he transitions to. After first being wrapped and having to peel out of that cocoon wrapping. Right. Because first I was like, oh, it's not going to work for him. He's just going to be this black blob he, or this brown blob. That's what I thought, too. Mm-hmm. And I just thought he was going to die. They were going to escape and be like, mm, when will man learn to never mess with whatever, like a Frankenstein ending or something? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. But that's not what happens because while he's changing, also at the end of this, I think it's hilarious how he's like, all right, I'm a walking warthog who probably has superhuman strength, but... I think I should take this sword with me just in case. Yeah. I like how the little tiny goblin, how they're like, how do we get out of here? He oh, goes, yeah. oh, all you, all you have to do is turn this. He's like, I'm not big enough now to do it, but we made this so that if somebody actually goes locked in a cell, we could get out. Well, I guess because Ray's not strong enough yet to just bust through the the door, the cage. So they're trying to get out. And yeah, he's like, well, there's that right there, but I'm too little to reach it. And explains what it's used for. He's even like, yeah, the guy that installed it was a really nice guy. It but, is you know, hilarious. 
Like I didn't expect it to be like it was a Saturday afternoon. Like I didn't even know they worked on Saturday. This guy came. It was really quick. It was quick and easy. He didn't even charge us for it because he was like, hey, I've never worked in a dungeon before. And hey, we're great. Now this will get us out. He explains everything. He leads them to this other secret well where he's like, okay, so now this is the well that it'll lead to the swamp. You just got to swim underneath and it'll lead you to the swamp. Don't worry. I'll attack the warthog guy. I'll distract him. It reminded me of in Wayne's World um, when Mike Myers talks to Chris Farley and he's like, boy, that security guard had a lot of bizarre information that may be useful later. (laughs) So they do escape. Also, in the meantime, we did mention it earlier um, Cable, Bridget Bardo does, not Bridget Bardo, Adrian Barbo says, wow, that's really, I can't believe that's the only time I messed that up. She you says the swamp too. thing, hey, you get all your energy from the sun, right? And he kind of looks like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> she goes, Because a little bit of sunlight <laughs> is coming in, yeah. Right. And so all he has to do is hold his one good arm up. He, he touches the sun. He grows another arm. He gets them out. And just as the warthog comes downstairs, they jump in a pool, which then takes them out of the swamp. And then we get the little goblin running around like cracking jokes and just like he's fine with his position now. It's not a big deal. Yeah, this is who he is now. He's just making fun of the warthog. Mm -hmm. This is sort of the final battle Mm. but it's just like all the other they just fight each other like a couple of wrestlers fighting in the swamp looks like there's a sword sword. involved yeah (laughs) and he cuts he doesn't cut the swamp man he's never although he does he puts raises the sword like he's going to he tries it's very lazy these two these two guys are in suits where they are they do not have the range of motion that people do everything is so slow (laughs) and they're fighting in like knee deep water it's so slow it's hilarious but he he does cut he cuts uh adrian right on the breast on the left he stabs her Mm -hmm. because i like how swamp things idea is he fights this guy and once the guy gets the better of him he runs away and hides behind adrian (laughs) bartell and then she is stabbed to death luckily for him he's got his swamp powers that can right Yes. That can heal. He literally takes a piece of like swamp off of him and puts it on her breast and covers it up. It's her... just moss. Like he didn't have to do it with that kid either. That's what no. I don't understand. No, he, with his kid, he just placed his hand and some green magic yep. came out. But for her, he actually well maybe because he was like, oh, let me cover up. That's a lot of breast here. <laughs> yeah, that's a, this dress is very low cut. Like yeah. I understand that you were nude earlier, but that was only for the foreign market. So let's just cover you up here. <laughs> Yeah, he heals her. I like how he heals her, and she, like, comes to, again, and it's just like, oh, watch out behind you, because the warthog is coming back. She comes back alive, and she basically whispers, look out behind you, with the delivery of Jude, with a Jude-like delivery, we'll say. (laughs) Yeah, and then, sure enough, I think this is when he's, uh, the warthog, they wrestle a little more in the mud. Yeah. And, um... He finally manages to kill this warthog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Beats him to death, stabs him with the sword, leaves it there, walks away. And now they have like a conversation about doing science. Well, she thinks he's going to go back to being a scientist. And he goes, oh, oh. <laughs> and like, he shows him his hands, which are now these swampy, like he doesn't have. I do think she has a point here. 
because when she says you can you can continue with your work, it's I'll fine. I'll be your hands. Yeah. yeah, and he's like with these hands, and I'm like, I don't. When I think of scientists, I don't think of their hands as being the most important thing. I'm like. They're probably pretty smart people. Like, yeah. that's the thing that I think is you the most have important. Her, she could do the legwork for you. Hell, you could hire, um, I, oh, I want to, I keep not wanting to call him his name because he doesn't look like his name. He doesn't, oh, the kid whose name now I can't remember. I can't believe we've gotten this far. Oh, now. uh, see, Lloyd? No, see, it's not Jude. 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 It's he doesn't God. look like a Jude. Um, you could even get Jude to help, is what I'm saying. Yeah. He doesn't oh have the God. gas station anymore. He's got those big scientist glasses. He's ready. Oh. Swamp Thing 2, where he just sits behind a desk and he like raises his glasses and tells <laughs> the two of them what to do, and they're dropping beakers and running into each other all the time. Like, that would be a great comedy. I know. I'm sure of it. But yeah, he refuses. He doesn't want to live this right. life with her. She's a little sad about it because she yes. does love him. But again, Jude is back and Jude's like... He comes out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Where has this kid been? Wandering the swamp uh-huh. all night just shouting, Cable, swamp thing. <laughs> and he finally found her. And I do like, after he says he can't do science, he's got to go alone. And she's like, no, 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 take me with you. And he's like, uh-uh, Whatever. I do love how the last thing he says is also tell our story. Oh, yeah. You what? need to heal. You need to heal and tell our story. Yes, right. The story of the woman in the swamp thing. Oh, and that really is. It ends with she and Jude. and Jude Reunited. Being, yeah, Jude being like, I guess you're my mother now. I don't, yeah. like, I don't know where this is going, Take but me I'm in. very excited for Swamp Thing 2, which is not, uh, it doesn't feature Adrian Barbeau or Jude. How sad. Oh, that is sad. Because Jude was my favorite part of this whole yeah. adventure, I have and to the, say. The second one's the only one I've seen, and it's kind of like a straight-up comedy. Mm. Um, yeah, they really lean into the humor of a Swamp Thing. Mm. And um, Heather Locklear is now the damsel in distress, who seems uh. more like a scream queen, certainly like less tough than Adrian Barbo. Gotcha. So... Yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm not going to recommend it because I don't remember if it's any good or not. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Well, do you recommend this? Did you like this movie? I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. I I really enjoyed talking about it. I'm not mm-hmm. sure I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, it was a weird movie. Yeah. I mean, I would say like if it's, you know, if I'm like putting it on Letterboxd and it's out of five stars, I'd be like, I don't know, two stars. Like it's it's not terrible, Mm-mm. but it's not good at all. No, no. And it's not so terrible like like with the Frogtown one that was just like so awful and crazy and strange that you were uh-huh. like, what the hell? Yeah, it's yeah, it's a two star sounds about right. Two to three stars. Yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't help comparing it to and I think it's because we just did the Howard the Duck thing like I couldn't Mm. help but compare it to Howard the Duck and the thing this movie has going for it is it's under an hour and a half like it's like quick an hour 27 maybe I mean we've talked about it for an hour and a half oh of course (laughs) yes yes but if this did what Howard the Duck did and pushed two hours I'd be Curious. I agree. I agree there. Yeah, yeah, they cut it down nicely where you're like, okay, I watched a movie about a swamp thing, but I'm okay with it for some <laughs> okay. reason. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not good. But I there's not much that happens. And no. There's not, yeah. 
Yeah. No. If you wanted to fast forward through all of the quote unquote action scenes, which is a bunch of guys Limited. in fatigues wandering yeah. around a, a swamp, maybe watch this because when people are talking to each other, it's kind of funny what they're saying. Yeah. Anytime Jude is on camera, you should watch those He's a scenes. pleasure. He's a pleasure to be on screen. Yeah. I did not look this kid up. I, I was going to say really I would have recommended a movie he was in, but yeah. I didn't look him up. What is your recommendation, though? Uh, my recommendation is going to be uh, another Adrian Barbo joint. Oh, all right. And a John Carpenter movie, who I sometimes confuse with Wes Craven. Uh, but it's from 1980, so maybe we'll do it at some point. It's called The Fog. Um and it basically it stars Adrian Barbeau and Jamie Lee Curtis, and Janet Lee is in it. Wow! Um, but it's a movie about a, a town, like a coastal town, and a hundred years after, like a pirate ship mysteriously sank, um, fog rolls into town, and it brings like the ghosts of the pirates. It's not great, but it's kind of fun, and the fun part about it is. Adrian Barbeau is like the local disc jockey. So through oh. the whole movie, she's just on the radio. Like characters will just go into rooms, turn on the radio, and she's there. And she's, okay. Yes. And and sometimes it shows her in the studio and everything, but she's throughout the movie, even though it's kind of Jamie Lee Curtis's movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, that that's Sounds like my... a fun one. Maybe we will cover it. We do have, in case people don't know, because we already decided, we do have a Jamie Lee Sember on the horizon. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So what is your recommendation if you have one? I do. Um, It is, uh, I think I went for it because we take some time in the swamps and... (laughs) We take all the time in the swamps. I don't know why I went for this, actually. Maybe because I recently saw it and it's about a a guy and a little boy that have these adventures in the forests of New Zealand, essentially, or in the woods of New Zealand. Okay. Um, it's that hunt for the wilder people. The it's wilder two- people? Wilder people, yeah. Yes, with uh, <laughs> yeah. Sam Neill. Yes, right? yes. Is that Sam Neill? And Is I, that the Sam yes, Neill one? Okay, no, yes. It's the Sam Neill one, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I don't know why it reminded me of this because there's no monsters in that. Um, but they do <laughs> exist and live in the wilderness. So, um, And I don't know, New Zealand accents are fun. All right. And uh, I, mean, I recently saw it. So there's, there's that. <laughs> <clears throat> the British guy in this, before he's revealed not to be the British guy, wears kind of a cool hat that reminds me of like the Australian guy's hat in uh, Jurassic Park, a movie that Sam Neill was in. So, all right, maybe that's so there it. we go. Let's make that tie connection. All right. When <laughs> there you have it. Well, everybody, uh, oh no, wait, we're not done. What am I doing? We have to talk about what movie we're going to do oh, next yeah. time. What's up next? Jamie, it's a listener supported episode next time can't wait super excited uh in case people don't know you can sign up for our patreon at patreon.com slash good times great movies and if you sign up for five dollars you get everything you get all the bonus episodes you get all the uncut episodes early everything like that but if you up that to the 15 dollar level you get to pick a movie once a year your choice yeah for us to talk about so it is christian's turn He's up, and uh, he even, just going back and forth with him on Instagram, he was nice enough to recap his last choices. Thank you, Christian. Yes, that helps. (laughs) That really does help. (laughs) We watch a lot of stuff here. Last year, 
Flash Gordon. We already referenced Ooh. it. That was uh-huh. his suggestion. And before that, a delight, as far as I remember it. Tell me if I'm wrong. DC Cab? <laughs> yeah, another good one. An yeah. absolute joy. He wants us to watch The Last Dragon. Oh, it's a martial arts movie. I was going to say it sounds martial arts. Yes. And he says it has a lot of problematic racial stereotypes in it. My for favorite us to get kind into. of stereotype. Right. Exactly. right. <laughs> so uh, I am looking. A lot of these 80s looking, movies have yes. that. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. It's no different than, I don't know, some kind of wonderful probably did. That's all I can think of right now. But, yeah, thank you, Christian. And that's what we're going to talk about next time, The Last Dragon. So with that, thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate all the support. If you have not left us a rating and or review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get the show, please do so. We appreciate it. Yeah, but we'll talk to you again in two weeks. Until then, have a great two weeks, everybody. Take care. Goodbye, everybody. I got go. Oh, no, my arm. Oh, the sun? Jude, where the hell are you? Who's this cybernetic robot? It's Jean-Claude Van Damme. Now, I don't uh, think the movie... Oh, I don't oh think, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You should have said that to start. It's done I don't deal. think it's... I, don't, I do not think this movie takes place in Atlanta. I'm sure it's just like a crawl at the beginning. I don't care. Okay.